Um, please introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Vincent Hoogdan. I'm the CEO of Spree, an online fashion company. Um, what have you seen or observed about South Africa and Africa at large, um, the landscape for e-commerce and e-retail? Uh, the landscape is, uh, is an interesting one, uh, depending on how opportunistic you are. The online retail is below 1% of total retail for the entire continent. I think in, in South Africa last year it, uh, it breached the 1%, went up to 1.1%, which, um, which shows you the potential because the, the worldwide average is 9%. The UK is trading at 17, 18% of retail seeing uh, online transactions. Uh, but it also means there's complex underlying reasons why it's only still 1%. Mm. And <clears throat> I consider the combination of the, the usual suspects like um, you know, trust in payments online, mm. broadband penetration, cost of data, uh, last mile infrastructure, but also very much the retailers not pushing hard enough for a proper omni-channel uh, uh, investment to go online. Mm. And what do you think needs to happen to change that? I mean, how do we get from 1% to 5% to 10%? And how, how have you seen the European or American markets break those barriers in terms of you know, payment safety and privacy and data costs and all of that? Yeah, it's different countries, different reasons uh, of why it is or isn't working. So the, the challenges we face here are, are, are not similar to the ones you see in other countries. So as an example, if you look at China, where online retail is, uh, is over 20% you know, of total retail, that country has massively leapfrogged retail. Um, there was no, no mall culture in, the, in that country, and the, the distances in, in that market were just too, uh, too big. So the country entirely leapfrogged the mall culture that South Africa is, well, I, I want to say suffering from, but of oh, course, yes. <laughs> from we an e-commerce point of view, I, I say mean, suffering. Yeah. So if you look at the, at the stats, um, if you look at the number of uh, uh, square meters of retail space per thousand inhabitants, I think South Africa is at 92, sure. 92 uh, square meters. And I think after Australia, the Emirates and New Zealand, South Africa has the highest mall density. There's, there's like 60 oh, yes. odd malls per million inhabitants. And we're building more and more and more, which is fantastic uh, for for. Uh, for the labor market and for the retail market as a whole, if the economy is, uh, is working with us. Mm. But for e-commerce, it's not making it easier to compete. So e-commerce in, in, in developed e-commerce markets is seen as a convenience. You buy online because it's easy, it's, you, can, you can find your products much easier. In South Africa, and probably in all of Africa, it's still seen as kind of a luxury. Mm. You know, I can, I can afford to shop online, it doesn't make sense. It should be a convenience. Um, there's much more price parity if you go online, so price awareness. So it should be easier, cheaper, mm. but I don't think we're there yet. And, I mean, Esprit is very much established as a market leader in e-commerce. And what are the sort of things that you guys have been doing to sustain that growth and push on to try and, you know, um, capture new markets and new demographics and, and bring them onto, you know, e-commerce versus traditional, you know, shopping? Spending a lot of money in convincing people to, to come to a platform. So uh, a lot of marketing. <laughs> marketing is key, but uh, it's an educational play. It's not just marketing in terms of brand pushing. Mm. Look, Spree, Spree launched as a, um, as, an, as a shoppable magazine business within the Media24 stable of magazines. Mm. 
Actually, it started as Sari Winkel on the back of Sari magazine mm. uh, and then got its own name Spree. I was focusing on uh, highly curated designer wear for women, uh, where we made sure that w whatever product was published in the magazine was available at Spree. Uh, it was quite complex because lead times for, for products for Spree were not corresponding entirely with lead times for print runs. Mm. So there was a big challenge. Plus, I've just explained to you how small the, the online market is. And if you then go for a vertical like fashion and you go for a niche for designer fashion, mm. uh, your potential market is extremely small. So the growth path that, that Spree has started is to go much more mainstream, onboarding more traditional brands that you find in mainstream retail. Mm. And we hope now to be able to expand in offering more international brands as well as onboarding more local designers because that's what Spree sets Spree apart from, uh, from other businesses. Mm. And how, how important has um, bringing on young brands and South African brands onto the platform, how important has that been? And has, it, has there been a marked significant impact on their businesses? So it's extremely important for, for, um, for our brand. It gives the soul to our brand. We want to be a local brand. We want to support local entrepreneurs. We want to have, we want to have local designer wear on our platform to create uh, a uniqueness around the shopping experience and spree. Um, has that led to massive sales success? No, not yet, because I think uh, the market is not entirely, we're getting there, but the market's not entirely ready yet to, to buy a lot of design aware online. But I think as a destination with the heritage feeling of having local South African entrepreneurs on our platform, mm. we're definitely in the right space. That's amazing. Um, what sort of advice, I, I know you guys are incredibly um, you know, massive, but what sort of advice would you have for a startup that's working in e-commerce and building a platform and you know, trying to gain an audience, not just an audience, but a customer base? What sort of advice would you have for them in navigating the, the digital landscape, the e-commerce landscape in South Africa? So if you're a reseller, you need to really focus on your product curation. So people want to come to you because of uh, the, the product selection that you have. If you're a brand and work very hard on your brand, uh, don't necessarily try to resell it on your own platform, but choose the right platforms for you. So Spree is a good example. Uh, we have over 100,000 uh, visits per, per day, um, which is extremely difficult to establish as a new brand, as a new platform. Um, so if you want to have a lot of eyeballs for your product, you might as well choose to put your product in the Spree platform to, to get the exposure that you need. But be careful. I mean, there's, there's other resellers out there. You need to make sure that the fit between the, your brand, your product, uh, matches with the platform you put it on. That's true. Um, do you feel that it, it is much better for a small brand to partner with a reseller than trying to build their own platform? You can try both. Um, I think it's, uh, you shouldn't exclude uh, a route to market necessarily and, and see what works best. Uh, but if, you want, if you're looking for skill, you, you save a lot of time and effort by just partnering up with the right, right platform for you. Um, if, you if you look at the, the extremes in this, if you, if you look at companies like uh, Burberry, for instance, they've tried to build their own platform. Burberry is one of the, the best omnichannel brands uh, digitally focused in the world. In the end, they just closed down the shop in, uh, in China and uh, signed up with Tmall, which is uh, Alibaba's platform, because they just had more eyeballs. Yeah. They just couldn't cope with the, the cost, bearing the cost of getting that huge audience onto the platform. If you look at a company like Nike, 
who has a massive digital-first strategy. They, they recently uh, signed up with Amazon where you can now resell their product. So it's, it's about brand building and it's about trade as well. So you, you can see a lot of decisions are made in terms of going for a multiple distribution channel strategy. Sure. Um, how important is digital content in the, com- in, in, in the e-commerce space? So just getting or creating digital content in order to drive interest and eyeballs onto the platform itself. Uh, I think for fashion, online content remains very important because you want to be aspirational. Uh, If people know exactly what they want, then it's almost already a commodity. If you're wearing now a blue and red sweater, if if you know what brand it is and you know exactly what you want in what, what color pattern, you don't need to be a spy because you already know what you want. Then you're buying a commodity, we don't have to do the storytelling. But if you're looking for a new dress, you want to be inspired and aspired, uh, then it's really important to tell the story. But content is not just storytelling in terms of words, it's also very much about visuals. It's about lookbooks, it's about uh, social media, it's about influencers showing you exactly, or influencing you in terms of what purchase you want to make, um, especially through visuals. So content remains extremely important for, for selling fashion. Um, and like I said, selling commodities. Or, or razor blades or, or toilet paper. You don't really need to tell a story. Mm. I don't even think you want to hear the story about it. Okay. <laughs> Finally, um, what sort of advice would you have for young entrepreneurs in South Africa um, on building a business and entrepreneurship in general? Be tenacious. Be um, very determining in what you're trying to establish. So if you just want to make money, uh, but you're happy to have a fantastic product, then sign up with people who know how to commercialize your product. There's nothing wrong with, if your objective is, I want to make a lot of money, there's nothing wrong with it. But then make sure you team up with the right people to commercially uh, create that cash cow for you. If it's about building a brand, you have to be very cautious. You need to make sure your product is perfect because anyone who's going to use your product will talk about your product. Make sure you team up with the right people on the right platforms to create the influence you want. Um, And then go for it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Cool. Oh, man.